What's going on, guys and gals? Welcome to episode 89 of the Workprints Gamescast, brought to you by theworkprint.com. As always, I'm your host, Rob, and I'm being joined by my faithful co-host, Bilal. What's up, Bilal? Yo, it's been two weeks. I, I think I've said this to you at least four times already. I missed you, man. <laughs> um, we, we really did not talk outside of no. going like, it's like, hey, we did the podcast last week. And like, you're like, I don't know if I could do it. And I was like, let's not do it because <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, been so a lot. <laughs> I, I will say one of the good things about, or not one of the good things. It's fortunate our timing. And, and just a little background. I messaged them. I was like, hey, uh, my wife's sick. I don't think I could do the podcast. And then I messaged him later. I'm like, actually, there's a chance I could do it because I think she might just take NyQuil. She said that she's going to try to go to bed early. Um, and then I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. And he's like, all right, I can't do it either. You know, we're sleep training the, the baby. And so there wasn't a ton of news, actually. So it's not like we yeah. missed a whole lot. All we missed is our impressions on uh, things we've been, been playing for a week, which we can talk about here. And I think it's still evergreen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Thank no. Thankfully, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And so I, I quickly want to. I know we want to jump into the other stuff, but there's a few things I do want to touch upon up front. Sleep training your baby, do it. It's fantastic. Um, so one of the issues uh we've run into starting last week or a couple weeks before was my son kept on waking up in the middle of the night, and then we would just have to keep on waking up and pop popping a pacifier in his mouth, and mm -hmm. then I got to the point where uh, uh my you know, I mentioned a few weeks back that I had been acquired. Uh, so I uh, I wrapped up at my previous job. I've started my new job this week and I had a week off in between. And so I was like, my wife's like, we should try sleep training. And I was like, eh, let's not do it now. Let's just wait a little bit when he's closer to six months, um, which has passed. But then after a day, I was like, let's just do it. So we did it. But the problem was we wanted to do it in his crib, which is right behind me. And so we didn't want to... Um, we wanted to keep him there for a week, make sure we did it properly. That first night was a little bit rough. It's hard to hear your kid like cry for not for minutes. me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like the, the first time, and then by like by like I got just put on headphones. My wife's just like just play Elden Ring. She's like just play yeah. Elden Ring, and, <laughs> and I was like I was like I was like yeah no problem. Um, yeah. And so and so uh, we did that, and then by day two like he had it down, and then it was just like maybe he needed one or two check ins. Uh, and then from there, he, she just, he just got it. So it ended up being very easy. But like today's the first day we actually have him back in the pack and play in our room. So I can do this. Like we haven't done the Gloomhaven streams the last two weeks um, just because it's, you know, we wanted to make sure we got this down and everything yeah. was good. So like those will resume. We might try a different night this week for that. Uh, just need to talk to the guys. I know NG and uh, NG Ergen and Danny have been playing Lost Ark. So uh maybe we'll figure out a way to do a stream for that because i know ng ha has grinded his way to end game and has been asking everyone to do the end game dungeons there um so that's been good um so th that's one thing uh the other thing i do want to quickly mention and this is just more for uh, editorial uh piece of view is uh the new job i have started is actually with peacock uh the tv streaming company um uh, and so you know, I started there on Monday and, you know, I'm jumping a little bit ahead here, but one of the first things I did was like, get Anthony Mackie on the phone. We're doing the Twisted <laughs> Metal series on Peacock. And so, you know, we'll talk about more of that later, yeah. but, you know, I move, I move quick. I yeah. move quick. And we, so, are gonna, we are going to talk about that later. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, uh, I, you know, clearly that's not what I'm doing there. But um, I, I do want to mention that. So, because if, if, uh, let's be real, if you if you was doing that there, I'd have a show on Peacock already. Yes, right? that's, that's first agenda. First on the agenda. Yeah. So, so I just want to mention that because, like, as we do talk about TV and stuff, uh, I just want to make, make clear that, like, hey, I am part of that. It doesn't. It won't sway my opinion one way or another. But right. you know, just for disclosure reasons, uh, just putting it that out there. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into what we've been playing. We have two weeks of games to catch up on, and it's been a big two weeks as far as the releases are concerned. I, I cannot believe this has happened again. And I know we knew this coming in. Mm-hmm. that Horizon for Forbidden West was going to release and then a big title, anticipated title, was going to release a week after. I think previously with Zero Dawn, it was uh, the Breath of the Wild. And this time it's Elden Ring. Before we get into those two titles, let me just get the other game I've been playing out of the way. Which yeah, is, I want to get Apex I wanna get Legends. The, I want to get the two mine out of the way too before yeah. we dive into those. Uh, I talked about that I was playing ranked, that we were shooting up the ranks pretty quickly. Uh, I reached Diamond faster than I've ever reached in a previous season. Uh, I reached Diamond and then helped somebody else get to Diamond. And I may or may not, you know, have played all my son's account to help other people just because of the way matchmaking works to get to Diamond. And I may or may not have almost two accounts at Diamond. (laughs) But diamond's a different beast like diamonds masters it i mean there's a reason they call them masters it's it's a whole different game and so i am like hard stuck right now and part of it is that i don't have uh two consistent teammates to play in in diamond ranks that are diamond you know does have good enough friends um no so no no, no, no it's not that <laughs> it's also i mean it's just a totally different play style and yeah. it requires so much teamwork so like playing with randoms which I've done a, a little bit and I'll gain points but then lose points and do that back and forth. It, it's it's just too difficult, man. If you're not communicating at this level, like um, unless uh, trust I know there are streamers out there that are unbelievable and solo their way to masters and um but if you're a 35-year-old playing on a 65-inch screen, uh not having two teammates that are that understand how to play it at this level or are playing consistently and are communicating with you, then it's, it's, it's brutal, man. It's so, so difficult. How's uh, your shot color strategy? Uh, has it devolved? Has it, 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 it's, it's gone a little bit out of the window, mostly out of frustration on my part. I haven't been pushing for it and I've just been like, I don't know, man, it, it's, it's been rough. I do think that I could get, I do think that I could get to masters. Uh, I need, you know, two people with me who are, are playing consistently. Um, and I think that's the one thing that I, I'm missing. I think, I mean, it's still so early in the split. I think it's very, very doable, but we'll see. <laughs> or if I'm, I, every week I'm checking in and I'm just hard stuck at Diamond 4. Are you having fun with it still at I, such so, a hard rank? So I am. It's a different kind of fun. Okay. But I am because it is, it is challenging. Right. It's one of those things where like when things do go well, when I do get a win or when I get uh, a max kill point, like third place and that kind of stuff. And then I I like dissecting where things went wrong and what I could be doing better. And I like trying to get better, which is kind of what I've 
settled into right now. Uh, I'm past the point of frustration for the most part. And I'm just like, I'm just working on getting better and, and playing better and rotating better and, and just getting better, uh, you know, all around. And yeah. so that, that has helped. Is it as much fun as the climb there was? No, um, at least not yet. And so, but also it was, it was kind of easy for me to get to diamond. Uh, yeah. This split. And so. I mean, I, th I think that at least feels good because if you can consistently get to where you were the previous season, that means you feel like you belong there. I know yeah. with like when I played league, um, getting to gold was always, you know, it's a season long endeavor for me. And I know a lot of people that always end up like, I have friends and platinum and diamond. So I know I'm not nothing special, but it's like, right. I have a lot of fun in silver, but the moment I get to gold, I stop playing. Like I, I stop going for that chase because every game is a headache at that point. It stops becoming fun and feels like yeah. work. I, About like something like yeah. Halo, where I, I know I've hit like a certain ranked skill cap, maybe, but I'm still having fun in those matches, even if like I might be my KDA might not be as strong as it was and as I was making that climb before. Yeah. I mean I will say the game is still fun, right? Like the core yeah. mechanics of the game are still fun. It's just, yeah, it's hard, you know. And I'm I'm learning one, I'm learning a different style of of gameplay right now at at Diamond, and so, no, I, I I'll keep checking in. But if you don't hear from me on a weekly basis on Apex, it's because I'm hard stuck still. So, um, and that's all outside of the two new games that we're gonna talk about. Why don't you go ahead and talk about what you've been playing outside of the two big releases? Yeah, so uh, let me throw in uh, Pokemon Legends RCS. I meant to talk about this two weeks ago, uh, but I completely blanked on it. Mm -hmm. So I actually I actually have finished Pokemon R uh, Legends RCS, uh, the main story for that game. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I think it falls into a bit of a repetition with uh, what you're doing in terms of uh, go, go to this area, uh, take care of the fren frenzied monster, uh, get, create this bomb and then you kind of rinse and repeat that then you get towards the end game which is like you come across these lake trios they ask you to do these trials and there's some like cool puzzle elements in there and some like a really intuitive um, tasks they ask like one of them asks you to like give an answer to a question involving eyes of certain Pokemon so it's like you actually have to go into your Pokedex do the research and come back with that answer and it was only one question and I was like eh, I kind of wish they did a little bit more of this this is kind of cool um and then the end game just involves uh you know two more legendary monsters um that you come across to for the finale and then it got the game kind of ends uh, like kind of a bit open-ended you don't get all your answers your character is still stuck in the uh in the region it doesn't go back uh in t uh, to his, um home area but one of the what i do like is like for the people that are interested in completing that decks uh interested in uh encountering more legendary pokemon they this game has an expansive end game where you can go and just keep playing and they just dropped a new update as well called daybreak which uh, allows more trainer battles things like that um and i i'm going to be talking a bit more about this in our discussions about forbidden west and elden ring later because there's things that Legends RCS does where it truly feels refreshing in what it does for the Pokemon franchise as a whole, uh, which I think uh, uh, w w relate very well to uh, some of my, um, I guess, analysis of like Forbidden West and Elden Ring, and I didn't think um, I didn't think that would happen with a game like Legends RCS because at its core, it's kind of a basic game. 
Uh, but it, it doesn't. It does. It does something that makes Pokemon feel special again to me. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, you know. You know. I, I really enjoyed my time with it. I recommend it if you're looking for something new in terms of Pokemon. So, so I actually started it yeah. today. I'm only like okay. <laughs> like 15 minutes in. Uh, I was playing yeah. it in the car while I was waiting for TJ to get done with his extracurriculars today. And uh, but I, it is going to be like my if I'm out and about, I take it with me, right? Uh, game. Uh, it's tough because we have these other games out right now that are vying for my attention. And so, um, but I'm excited to get a little bit deeper into that. Yeah. Um, and then next up in the Pokemon-verse, uh, this past weekend on Saturday was the Pokemon Go Johto Tour, which uh, is kind of like their... Listen, just 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 wake me up when we get to... <laughs> this is quick. Um Last year, they did the Kanto Tour, which was the first 151 Pokemon. There was like a special quest. All the Pokemon were shiny for that generation. Uh, they rotated out um, different, uh, you know, every hour was like a different set of Pokemon, the village, and there's like capture quests and things like that. It felt a bit underwhelming this year. Um, th there was a bit too much to do uh, for one day. They should have spread it out either over a weekend or over a week. And then they um, really were stingy with the shiny Pokemon. Uh, normally they like lower the encounter or increase the encounter rate uh, for events like this, especially since it's like a paid ticketed event. But honestly, I was playing for quite a few hours and it it wasn't until like near the end where I finally caught a shiny Pokemon. I was like, this kind of, you know, like that's incentive for playing these events. Like you get these yeah. nice rares, you can pair them with your friends. Um, you know, it was nice that they... Uh, put out some new re some regionals that were locked into specific areas of the world so people had more chances to get those um but it just fell a bit flat for me um but you know they have come out uh, starting yesterday and have released the alola uh, pokemon from the alolan uh, from was it sun and moon yes yeah sun and moon so those games are now in um so the starters and a few of the starting Pokemon from uh, that region are now available in Pokemon Go. It'll be slowly doling those out over the course of the year. Uh, yeah, so that's my Pokemon Go minute. Um, and should we? Should I just jump into Destiny Two? Yes. And then we, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Destiny Two Witch Queen released on Tuesday last week, and I've decided to play this on Legendary uh, right off the bat because. Uh, one, it was supposed to be a bit more challenging and it gets you better at level gear. And two, um, it just kind of wanted something that I didn't just tear through. One of the first things I want to compliment is not Bungie uh, or Destiny 2. It's actually 343 Studios. When I jumped into Destiny 2, I was so used to the uh, Halo controls and the Halo feel that a part of me was like, what? This doesn't feel like Halo. Like this doesn't <laughs> like like yeah. I, it, it, something actually challenged me in terms of like, hey, does is this still the best feeling shooter out there? And yeah. like that's impressive for for three for three, uh, in my eyes uh, when it comes to Halo. Like they they finally got it right. Uh, you know we said this before, but like now jumping back into Destiny two, spending time with it, it it's actually very impressive. Like that I I I felt this way with yeah. it, but you know it took me maybe like thirty minutes got back into the Destiny control scheme how the guns field uh felt and man what a good expansion so far <laughs> i think i played through the first I, two or three uh, missions yeah i'm still waiting on uh, big reveals i haven't gotten too far but like the mystery the storytelling um the gun field the enemies everything and, like is unfolding feels great 
everything I've heard about this makes me think about hopping back in. Like, yeah, it sounds I, like it's absolutely fantastic. And, um, and like, and like, here's the thing I'll, I'll say, like, I wish I had two, like, I don't have the schedule um, to right. consistently do it, but like, I wish I had two friends I could play through this with on Legendary. Yeah. Like, we could probably tear through it in a day, but like, the Legendary difficulty feels good. It's like, it's an actual challenge um, when you're playing it. You have to be smart. Uh, even you even get revive tokens. So even if you're playing with friends, like you can only revive them once uh, yeah. in, in certain encounters. Uh, and those encounters, like, you know, if you have good gear, if you have good exotics, you can bring those in and it'll definitely help make the experience easier. Um, they're giving you a lot of good upgrade modules. So you can upgrade some of your previous gear that you had. Like say you had a gun you really liked or armor you really don't want to upgrade to like something that's lesser or doesn't have good stats. They're doling out upgrade modules in Legendary. Uh, one of my favorite things that they do is like after these big encounters where like you can't revive, um, you get a treasure chest, but on Legendary you get two. And so when you get those two, it pops up and you get these engrams and like currencies mm -hmm. and uh, things that are popping up. So like you actually feel like, yeah, that was hard. I feel rewarded. I'm getting really nice gear and drops. Like usually everything I'm getting is like 10 light level higher yeah. than what I no, currently have. That's cool. I mean, more games yeah. should celebrate your accomplishments in game with something like that, yeah. you know? Yeah, the game also has, uh, so Witch Queen also introduces like a new weapon crafting thing. So like now you can, you unlock frames with like, so you play Destiny, like you're, you get your weapons or like the small squares in your inventory. Mm -hmm. and But one, certain ones have like a red frame around it. And if you get a drop that has a red frame, you use that weapon and you unlock the ability to like modify that frame. And so you can add perks to it, um, allowing you to craft that gun instead of getting a random god roll uh in the long term so i think they're doing a lot of good stuff for the longevity of this game uh and i'm really excited to just go back into it after i hit through, you know like i'm in no rush to yeah. get to that raid uh i'm I, i'm having a good time with it i'll see this story through to the end if you're a fan of destiny or you've been off of it and just want something to play i highly recommend it, it it's very good and it's actually very easy to follow where to go next this time around i don't know if they change anything specific but uh, it feels good. All right. I mean, I don't know when I would find the time, but yeah. like I said, everything I've heard about it makes me kind of tempted yeah. to hop back into it. And the reason I'm not going to be able to find the time anytime soon is because of Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring. Starting with Horizon Forbidden West, which released uh, not this past Friday, but the Friday before. I am five out. No, four hours where, uh, in. So, so where are you location-wise? I just got... So the summit just happened. Okay. I'm okay. a little bit past that. Okay. So yeah, the summit just happened. Uh, I'm now going to go out into the forbidden... The titular Forbidden West. I will say that... This game starts off so slow. Like, so incredibly slow. I think those opening areas... That opening area, which is basically a... a glorified tutorial right yeah. and i understand why they do it uh i found it like painfully slow and i was like i don't want to do this you know I, I i actually it took me i played it for the first time i played like 30 minutes and was like yeah i just don't think i like like this game right um and this game very much is and I, i've talked about it on the podcast before i have my complaints about the first one and this one very much is the first one but prettier. Uh, I end up going back to it 
got out of that opening area where it starts to open up a little bit and you're mm-hmm. more in the open world and then found something kind of like relaxing and it for me it, it's it's like a podcast game right where i'll yep. listen to a podcast and i'll go and i'll hunt a couple of bots trying to get the resource packs trying to get parts i'll go and i'll collect some materials i'll do like a little side quest here on my way to doing the main quest and if i find a little ruin i'll go and i'll try to you know i'll go through that and try to find the the treasure in there and i i'm finding myself one i found myself wanting to go back to it and wanting to play it and actually enjoying myself i don't think again i don't think it's anything revolutionary i i also don't i don't think it's even refreshing in any way i actually think quite the opposite is that it's comforting and how it just feels like an open world game like this is this feels like they loved their formula they had first time out and said let's do the assassin's creed origins odyssey valhalla version and let's just make a massive map with a ton of pois and a ton of side quests and like checklist the game and normally that's a huge turnoff for me but right now it is scratching that particular itch for me so i yeah. am en- enjoying my time with it I-, I will say that right now the story i could not care less like i am just not at all invested in this like I thought the first, I actually thought the first story was really, really interesting and they did a great job and I am just not loving. Also, I don't love what they've done to Aloy so far in this game. Uh, okay. Like she is just like so annoyed <laughs> with everybody and she's just like, I need to do this. You guys don't understand. You guys are dumb. Okay, okay. I'll, 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 I'll jump in here. Yeah. Um. So... I find it very interesting that you you're enjoying the the Ubisoft Assassin's Creed Far Cry Six uh, Watchdogification yes. of this game because uh, I have been on this podcast and I've said Horizon for uh, Zero Dawn honestly if it wasn't for Breath of the Wild that year that game would have been my game of the year um, it. That story was great. The world was great. I loved I mean, everything about it. The, the story um, was great. I, yeah. I still don't. I still don't think that. I still don't love hunting the robots. Yes, and I think. I, I, so when I went back uh, two weeks ago on the podcast, I mentioned I fired up Frozen Wilds and I was playing through it, and I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> you know what? It's it's been five years. And so there have been better games with combat. And the, uh-huh. I, sta- I stand, you know, I stand by that statement playing through Forbidden West. Like some of this stuff could be better. Like, especially like when I'm fire. One of the first things I did was turn off the adaptive triggers of in this game, because what I found myself doing was I would wait for the pressure and the trigger to go all the way down and fire the bow. When in reality, that's not how I played that first game. Mm-hmm. I would just fire away the shots as fast as possible. Yes, if you hold it down fully, you get a... It a, does more damage. A, yeah, It does more damage and goes further. But yeah. sometimes you don't need that. Sometimes you just need to fire off three quick shots. And the adaptive yeah. triggers were not good on that. Um, and so it's like, I don't think that, co- that combat has aged as well as uh, I remembered it. And that part, to me, is a little bit disappointing. Um, because... But I, I, it's still fun. Uh, I, you know... 
doing side quests and stuff, you get unlock a lot of those skill points. Uh, and so I like increase the concentration, slow down. Of course, and, like, of course. I, and honestly, you, I think it needs you, to be tweaked. I honestly think it needs to be tweaked from the get go to be yeah. a little bit longer because they're asking you to hit like a canister, and this animal and this like bot is just moving like crazy. And, oh, it's, they they flail, they flail yeah, all they, over the place. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and so, what my feeling with Forbidden West is, you're getting more zero down here. Um. You're getting more of it, which is not a bad thing. But it's not. It doesn't revolution. It doesn't recontextualize the the game. It, it it it's more the same. It's if you played Far Cry four, five, six, you kind of know what you're getting into, and this is what this feels like. Yeah. Um, what I will say, and where I kind of do disagree with you, is like I kind of like what they do with Halo in this game, and I uh, and any bit of story that they're giving me right now, I am eating up. It's just like I see those like data pads like at. Like oh, the, okay, well, at the rocket launch, and I'm I'm reading those, and I'm just like, yes, old world lore. Like, what's happening here? Uh, you know, like what's going on with Hades? What's going on with Silence? Like, um, like oh, this tower. Like, what what's the point of this tower? Um, like all that stuff, I'm here for. And like, yeah, see, you know, not, I, I, I've, I've I. heard I've heard mixed responses from people on like how it all ends up going down the road, but for me, like that's what I'm here for. Um, I had done. Uh, I have done the side call uh, and like like you said with Ali, she's kind of just like it's over everyone. Like I think very yeah. early on, um, I think Varl joins you and you come across like I, I won't say too much, but like come across like a hologram and he's like the goddess and you're like nah, it's just it's it, she's like it's it's just an it, it's just yeah. AI, it's it's trash. It's yeah. Literally, he's like he's like it's the goddess. Yeah. And it's like everybody and she's just like she's like no, you guys are a bunch of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's, it's, like, I just think it's weird because it very much seems like they wanted to go the route of like she's carrying this burden around, yeah. right? And so she's hyper focused on her burden. Okay, and, she is she is hyper focused on this uh, on burden, yeah. and every dude out there is trying to get in her pants. Oh yeah, you not are just, literally. Not just, I mean, not just the dudes, man. Yeah, you're literally squatting away. Like everyone's like, "Hey, so wh where did we leave off?" Like the Sun King, <laughs> the Sun King is like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. so you know, after he comes of age, I will like step aside, and you know, have a house here. Maybe you yeah. can, we can rekindle." <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, bro, there's bigger things to take care of. Right yeah, now. um, it, it it's really funny to see all that. Um, but I will say. I'm really enjoying the side missions and the side characters. Like everyone has this sense of levity to them. They feel like people um, in the side. Mission. I don't know if you've done too many of them, like the green I mean, exclamation marks. I, um, I have. I've done. You yeah. know, I did. I, obviously, uh, the game's two weeks old, and yeah. I don't want to get to spoilers, even on side missions, because yeah. there is some. I think the characters are good so far. Yeah, side characters good. But you go into that first like town when you're trying to make the mm -hmm. thing happen, and What's it I called? did chain something, chain scrape, chain and scrape, so yeah. yeah, I resolved the side quest there for like the main side quest, you know, which is mm -hmm. a couple people. You yeah. you do side quests for a couple people, and then you resolve this one whole storyline or whatever. Um, and yeah, it was it was it was fine. I just Wait, did, I did you, did you resolve it just yet, or did you because it goes on pause for a bit? And then you have to go. Once yes, you, after I'm the past summer. that. Yes. Okay. okay I, I so resolved that. it. That's, okay. that's, that's, that's the last thing I think. Yeah. I, I think that's the last thing I did because yeah. I was like, all right, let me go resolve this now that yeah. I can actually go out here. Um, and yes, so I did do that. Um, 
Yeah, so, I don't, I, I don't know. That's the problem. Is it's weird. I thought going into this that it would be the main story driving me forward, mm-hmm. and that the gameplay I, is just it is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know what it is. There's something very comforting about that gameplay right now, or at the time, I should say, and uh, and hopefully the story I do come around in the story. You know, yeah. I I like this world. I, yeah. I this world is it's beautiful. Very good world. The the robot designs are awesome. You know, um. I think can, that... can I say so the cutscene on the at the summit where um there's like the Velociraptor yeah. and they come in riding on the Velociraptor. Yeah. I was just like I was like that's so cool. Like yeah. there's like the little kid inside me was like yeah. that's what I want from this game. Yeah. Um, I just my whole thing is I I enjoyed that first story so well. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like the post credit scene or whatever it is that they give you in that first game felt like unnecessary like it's very much like yeah we hope this becomes a franchise so we're gonna throw this in here and i i am just so sick of the trope of like oh you didn't actually but there, there were complete your, you didn't actually complete your mission but there were there were thread lines in that first game that didn't weren't fully wrapped up i i i yeah. understand yeah i understand yeah but i mean look like i said i i was enjoying my time with it I am am going to go back to it, but yes. <laughs> Elden Ring came out. It's a, it, poor Horizon. Yeah. Poor Horizon keeps choosing the worst time windows. Yeah. To like, it's like we're gonna be the biggest game. We're gonna be the prettiest game. Okay, yeah. this game is gorgeous, by the way. Absolutely gorgeous. I'm playing on resolution. Yes. I don't know. Uh, are you uh, playing frame rate so or resolution? I started on resolution, but I've I believe I've switched over to frame rate. Yeah, I I, I switched um, over to frame rate. I was like, eh, I kind of prefer I the think, bigger picture. It, it looks so much better in resolution than it does. than it does in frame rate. Yeah, and so I, was like, I I think I'll ba- I'll just bounce back and forth. Is what I'll do. Yeah, and I was just like, it, honestly, I can eat the frame rate loss here. Uh, yep. It doesn't look bad on OLED. It, uh, you know, fine. you know, a game I'm not playing in resolution mode. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's, there's, a, there's a few more things I just want to quickly touch okay. upon with Horizon. Um, I hate that uh, yes, ammo pouches have- and stuff require hunting of animals that yep. requires way too much time just so you can increase uh your load there like, yep that is bad um i think the combat stuff is good and then uh some ps5 complaints when it comes to horizon it real quick before it, you get it before you get into this because mm-hmm. i i know all the complaints you have i saw yeah. you tweet i saw you tweet actually one out that's not on the list right now about how many errors the ps5 throws out there mm-hmm. uh i we play Primarily, you, PC, Xbox, me, Xbox, PC, probably in that order, yeah. right? Man, do we take those platforms for granted? Do we uh, do we take the Xbox for granted? I'm telling you. Yes, honestly. Um, I, I, so, first thing off, the DualSense battery life. God, it's, it's, it's awful. It's, it's trash. It's so it's, bad. I like I would do a play session like it, it's weird because it, I had this case with both Forbidden West and Elden Ring where like I don't get too much time to game but yeah. uh, for these two games in particular that first weekend I game so much with these two games um, and like for Forbidden West I had to keep, sit next to a, a charger uh, or just uh, rotate my controllers out p- between play sessions because it would be dying I just get like hey your headset is <laughs> you're not your headset your controller is dying alert um uh, another issue is just like every time i would like i'd stop playing or put it in rest mode i turn it back on and be like 
cloud saving issues, your save is corrupted. Uh, and then I'd load up the game and it would just be like, choose which save you want. And I'm like, why is this happening? Like, why isn't it uploading the save properly in, in rest mode? Uh, and it yep. happened with Final Fantasy VII uh, as well. And it, it uh, I kept on getting it with Final Fantasy VII Remake. And it wasn't until I actually went in and like selected which save that it ever went away. But it, for Horizon, it happened to me at least three times. And I was very confused because at a certain point, I was like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Like <laughs> I was putting yeah. it in rest mode. Yep. Uh, and then I think the final issue with the PS5, just like the lack of quick resume uh, after fully shutting down the console. Like I moved my console uh, from the living room over to uh, this room on the weekend because my mother-in-law was over. She was watching uh, my son. And I was working. Oh, I wasn't working that day. But I was like, I just kind of want to play here in, in this room. And then I was like, wait, I have to fire it up. I need to save and then shut it down. Like you have to fully shut down the PS5 yeah. uh, properly. Or else, I, or else it yells at you. Yeah, it yells at you then rebuilds the database. Yep. And it even rebuilt the databases when it was in rest mode. Yes. And, and yep. so like that that drove me nuts. Um, I, like it's things like that are frustrating. And it's over a year since this console has come out. And like yep. it, it, to me... Like and I can understand like quick resume was not something that they did, but yeah. having being able to like unplug my Xbox and move it and just plug it back in and pick up right where I left off is such a, sm- a small feature that I take for granted. Yeah, <laughs> it, and it, I, it, it's I, ridiculous. And I think that's what it is, right? I think yeah. everything that we're talking about for the most part are minor grievances with the PS5. Yeah. We're by no means saying that the PS5 is a trash system, right? I think it's just that we have all the platforms. And yeah. we see the quality of life uh, choices that Xbox has made. And then when we don't have those, it, it's when it becomes super apparent, you know? Where's variable refresh rate? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like, it, yep. it starts adding up after a year. And it's just yep. like, how long How long can I give it? Uh, I yep. mean, it, it's a great console. I mean, like, right. I'm going to blast with Horizon. Yep. Um, but it, it just gets frustrating when you like you turn it on. And you're like, it's missing all these things. Yeah. Um, all right, um, should we talk about the game of the year? Uh, yeah, yeah. Are we gonna <laughs> give it game of the year right now? Because I'm down. Yeah, I'm I, down. I am 100 percent down. <laughs> um, we like we save ourselves three hours next uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the year. Yeah. So uh, listen, I am obsessed. I'm fully, deeply obsessed. I. I, I I don't feel like I have pit twelve hours into this game. I don't I'm at feel, I don't feel yeah. like I've done anything. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I looked at your achievements and I was like very curious on yeah. like where you were because I wasn't yeah. sure if you were playing this or not yet. And then uh, I was like, I like okay, no, you've actually done a decent amount. Yeah. So actually, earlier today, I finally beat the first like big boss in the game. Uh, the first was demigod. It Margaret or Magret? No, no. I, Magret oh, I had Godric. already beat. I beat Godric. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, and uh, but I've been doing a lot of exploring, just and I knew anecdotally that he was very difficult, and so I was just kind of like pitting him off and kind of pitting that area off for the most part, mm-hmm. and going out and exploring and trying to get uh, new equipment, trying to get better spells because I'm going. I went prisoner, so I'm very much going like a battle mage build okay where i have high dexterity high intelligence so i am using like a um i use like thrusting swords you know okay uh like I, right now i think i'm rocking the escot still 
uh, which is the starting weapon for the class. I've leveled up a little bit, but I know for a fact that I am about to get a better weapon. Um, and so, and then, yeah, so I'm basically like the two spells that I'm running are a damage spell and then a like weapon buff uh, spell. Okay. And I, I mean, I am, I am having an absolute blast. It is the I, best. I think the e yeah, I think the easy comparison here is like it's Dark Souls three meets Breath of the Wild. Uh, is probably like the easy way of framing what right. um, yes. Elden well, Ring is. Yeah, because it is yeah. it is it is yeah. a a FromSoft game. It is a Soulsborne game in an open world, and the open world is treated like Breath of the Wild versus the way Horizon Forbidden West treats it, where you open up that map in Horizon Forbidden West, and there's question, question marks mark. and exclamation points everywhere. Whereas oh, uh, one annoyance I've got to mention mm -hmm. the question marks in Horizon Forbidden West, some of them are gated behind the equipment you don't have, and there's nothing yeah. more frustrating than spending yeah. like five minutes going somewhere and to be told, "Hey, come back yeah. later," which is not the case in Elden Ring. Uh, yeah, no, in Elden Ring, no, first off, nothing's labeled on the map. Yeah. You can you can kind of look at the map once you get there. Are locations that you come across that actually give you a portion of the map. Normally, just going across the map will uncover the fog on it, uh, and so you can see it in in your mini map. But there are locations that will give you a section of the map, and then you can zoom into the map and you can see like structures and what are very clearly POIs, points of interest, and head over to them. And that's how it treats it. It's very much that you see that over there, you yeah. can go there. You know, so, for uh, for the most uh, part. So something I learned sixteen hours into this game is. Yeah. If you look at the map uh, in areas that aren't uncovered, yeah. you'll see like a tiny obelisk. Yes. That's, and that's where the, the map piece yes, is. It yes. took me 16 hours to figure I, that out. <laughs> I, I cannot believe it took you 16 hours to figure that out. But oh, also have the other thing I like is there are so many optional bosses, like yes, many bosses in this game. There are, and I don't want to talk too much about it because I, I do want people to, you know, explore and figure it out. But discovery yeah. is part of the uh, yeah. joy I get from this game. But I, I yeah I, I I I like I can tell you like I've been talking to Ollie about this I've been talking to yeah. Race like we have a chat uh, going on mm -hmm. and like they'll be talking about things that I'm like what game are you playing and I'll be mentioning no. things and they'll be like what game are you playing uh, and, I, but it's it's so good it, it, like yeah. like and I think that's always been my favorite part about um like the from games like on yep. release people generally are like there's a lot of people playing them on social on forums and, and yep. friends and, and you just talk about like things you're running into or shortcuts you're unlocking mm -hmm. um and just being able to share those experiences is what, like part of these games yeah. um i mean and, oh, i so i started i started playing this days after uh, a bunch of our buddies started playing it and so they're already like six seven eight nine hours in mm. and I'm playing, and I, I like to play a little bit on my own to start off. Uh, we'll get into the, the co-op stuff. I like to play a little bit on my own to start off, just to get a feel for it. And I'm like, oh, did you guys... And this is a fairly early on optional boss, so it's not that big of a spoiler. But I mentioned like, oh, did you fight this like bat sphinx cat? You know? <laughs> yes. And, and they're like... The watchdog, I think it's called. And, and they're like, no. And I was like, it's right in the beginning. Like how... And so it's it's and it's a bunch of stuff like that where I would mention something that I'm doing some behind them and and our yeah. count, and they're like, where are you? Like, where did you go? And so just that, just being able to like explore and go off the beaten path, and 
and un uncover the map and find the sites of grace, the equivalent of bonfires mm -hmm. in this game. Yeah. And being able be to, by the way, being able to teleport to any yes. of those for almost from almost from anywhere Correct. is fantastic. Yep. I do wish that <clears throat> loads were a little bit faster. I think that's my one great thing on the, the PS5. They're actually incredibly fast they're like six oh, seconds really? on the oh. ps5 yeah on the xbox i think it's like 17 which is like yeah. significantly bigger uh yeah. chunk and so um and then yeah it is one of those things where like the the sites of grace the bonfires in this game also kind of point you towards objectives right yes. they on the mini map it has what's essentially an arrow pointing towards an objective and you quickly discover that if you just follow those, you're going to run into something that you are not prepared for and that you are not high enough level for. <laughs> like, you need to go out there and explore. And it does such a good job of you go into a new area, you'll hit an enemy, and you'll see right away whether you're ready for that area or not. Because their health bar will either, you know, go down a chunk or not move at all. And no, that doesn't stop me. That, I just look <laughs> at that and I'm like, okay, so uh, pace myself. <laughs> And it's funny because I saw you tweet something earlier today that I assume happened earlier today. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so and like, uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll paint the picture here. So I took down the first uh, Elden Lord. I'll, let's call it Godric uh, for the area, and then I had gone north, which I guess where the story wants you to go next. And yep. you know, I had I'd been exploring. I didn't like. I knew I could head to like the next Lord essentially, but I was like there's this open area. Let me start exploring. And yeah. then I was talking to friends and they're like, oh, you missed like some of this stuff in that first area. And mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, so let me go back into that. And then I was talking to race and race is like, well, I just did castle Morn, uh, yeah. which is to the South of the starting area. And I was like, I didn't even go down there. And there's like, well, he's like, there's like a short, like legacy dungeon, which is like, and to paint the legacy dungeons, they're just like, imagine an area in the previous dark souls games or like bloodborne uh where you go it's kind of like it has its shortcuts for you to unlock as like y you know like it it's a level essentially yeah. um there's the open world and then there's like the old dark souls type level like stormville castle where the first elden lord is is like that first big uh mm -hmm. level and so there's like a mini one down to the south and so i was like okay let me go and so i went down there uh and it was like this giant area and then like Castle Morton is just one small section of this peninsula, and then there's like this entire area to the western side of the peninsula I haven't even touched mm -hmm. yet. And like this game, like there is so much to do in this game. Like, and I think one of the benefits of this, even if you didn't like, like you always got stuck or you kind of quit in the old uh, Souls games, is like you could hit a wall and just go do something else. Yep, and like. Not, I'm not saying like the catacombs or the caves or enemies you come across are easy. Uh, they're not as tough as those uh, like main storyline bosses, but yeah. like you still have a challenge. You still feel like you're accomplishing something. You can just go somewhere different and grind things out. And there's always that sense of exploration. Yeah. Um, and, and so, I, yeah. And no, and here's the thing is that Castle Morn that you're talking about. I I saw your, your clip, right? And you mm -hmm. demolished that boss. Congrats. <laughs> okay. But you didn't have the summon, the person you can summon, the NPC summon with you, right? No, and, it was just me and my wolves. Right, right. Did you yeah. did you ever meet the NPC summon in, in that area? Not that I'm aware of. No, I met, you, I met you, Irina's father. Okay, um, well, so, so you could summon him. After you meet him, you can summon him right outside that, that fog. And he comes in and he'll help you. Oh, shit. I um, did it... Um, 
notice the the summon sign yeah and so i also <laughs> i noticed that you had way more flasks than i did so you i i did all that stuff yeah i did that area and the other part of the peninsula that you mentioned i did yeah. all of that before i went and and took on godric and so when okay. i fought godric right everybody all my friends had told me like how difficult he was how hard he was you know and granted, yeah. I got the Jack chick. I summoned her to come help oh, me. Oh, yeah, right? dude, she is. Yeah. She was so, like, like uh, in the past, in the past when you summon like an NPC, like in Bloodborne, I was yeah. like, these guys are fucking useless. Yeah. Like, they're like, they go in, they'll like, might take some damage, but yep. all they did was increase the amount of health for the boss. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, but th this one, the one, the chick you get for Godric, she was unbelievable. She has like and a. So a move set that's like impressive. I was like, I was just mm -hmm. standing back and I was like, you got this. You don't need me. <laughs> and so I beat him on my, I'm on my, on my third attempt. You know, oh, wow. I, I learned his pattern. I got through the first phase on the first attempt mm -hmm. and then I learned his pattern and I realized, and I, like I said, the benefit is that because I'm going a battle mage, I was able to let her distract essentially and then take shots from a distance, okay. dodge attacks, keep my distance. And then when she did finally perish, right? I, at that point, I let off some more attacks from distance i finally ran out of you know the the mana flask i can't remember what they're called off the top of my head and cerulean tears I think. the cerulean tears yes because yeah. there's the cribs and tears and cerulean tears and then went in and it was only a couple like actual melee strikes at that point to to finish the job and so the boss that you demolished in castle morn was way more difficult for me than Godric was. And just because, because of the point of the games that we were at when we actually took those challenges yeah. on. Yeah, and like, uh, so, so here's the funny thing. I don't actually carry Cerulean Tests uh, uh, tiers. Okay. I, I I just do Crimson because I'm straight melee build. Yeah. Um, and I came across a summon that I realized I don't have enough um, FP, which is like the magic points for Yeah. I was like, I was like, I want to use this. And then I was like, it was like canceled out. And I was like, wait, why? Well, and I looked listen. at him. I have one that's like 104 FP. Oh and I'm God. like, I'm never going to have that much. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, but like, like I, so, and it's and it's very interesting, like, w with like these boss fights, because this was like one I didn't expect to tear myself through, but like, I leveled up my wolves. Uh, and speaking of which, like, getting I haven't I haven't Getting even gotten, gotten the ability to level up the summons yet. Like you, that's where you, I'm at. You you can. Uh, I'll talk to you about that after okay. the fact. Like, yeah. and this is the one thing about Souls games. It's like you some of the things that like you need to know that are like crucial um, are sometimes a little bit convoluted than figuring out. And it's part of the experience in, in a sense. Like as stupid as that sounds, yeah. it just feels kind of feels like gatekeeping. But um, it's like. It took me six hours to figure out how to get the ability to summon because I accidentally went back to the the, the Kale, who's like that Santa looking dude at yeah. nighttime and just happened oh, to come across yeah. the NPC. Yeah. Uh, and so like I wasn't planning on doing that. It just <laughs> happened by naturally. And then like everyone I met uh, afterwards, I was like, or talked to afterwards, I was like, I was like, hey, go there at nighttime. Um, I mean, trust me on this. Listen, I didn't tell them why. Yeah. I was like, just do it. Matt, Matt and Taylor did the same thing. They were yeah. like, well, I, so in the beginning, like very early yeah. on, I was able to, you know, uh, get the ability to do summons. Yeah. And so. Because I was going up against like that first mainline boss, Marguerite. Uh, I think that's the name. I might be butchering it. Yeah. And I was doing it solo. Like, because in my mentality going into this game was like, uh, when I played Dark Souls 3, Bloodborne, I never summoned NPCs or... Um, like I would, I would avoid it. Like I've done it, yeah. I think maybe once just to see what it would do. And then I was like, well, they just increased the boss's health. 
and then they die, which is useless for me. So I'll do the, I'll tackle the solo. In Elden Ring, like you gotta throw that mentality out the door. You need to bring in your summons. Mm -hmm. You need to bring in an NPC or yep. bring in like another multiplayer multiplayer person. I don't yeah. like I don't like bringing in another actual player because then I think it makes it a bit too easy. Um, but that, that that that's my opinion. That, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know <laughs> that's just me. If you're yeah. stuck, use it. Like yeah. you can summon people in um, because I, that. I, that that's what I've been doing. I've been, yeah. uh, I think there's like one of the tools you get, the multiplayer tools you get early on is like the golden, the small golden effigy, which allows you mm -hmm. to write your name into summoning pools that you've come across. Yeah, right. And so like people will summon me in for help, like on a cave or a catacombs or a main mm -hmm. boss, and I'll go in and help, I'd help them. Uh, and you get a rune arc for it, which is pretty neat. Yeah. I will say that like, for the most part, the multiplayer has been, Hey, you were talking about this area. Hop in. Let me hop into my game. Like, come with me and show me the area. Or uh -huh. let me hop into your game. I'll go show you this area. It's a lot of the exploring of the world we've been doing together. And I okay. love that you can bring in two friends instead of just one uh, mm -hmm. into this game. And I, I mean, the multiplayer is so so well done. You could do almost everything co-op if you yeah. want. And I think this is great for also. We have a couple of friends who. This is their first from game that they're picking up. And so then it becomes like, hey, I'll help guide you in the beginning stages and show you some areas. And this way it takes a little bit of the stress off, you know? And, yeah. and what it also does is it brings you down to the host level. So if okay. you're, yeah. So like I'm significantly higher than these people just starting out. I'm brought, my stats, my level is brought down to their level. And so, uh, so I'm not one, like, I'm just not one-shotting anything, yeah. you know? And, yeah, I, I mean, it, it is so, so good, man. And I, I don't want to talk any more about it because I, it has only been a week, and I want not even a week. And Discovery is the allure uh, mm -hmm. for these games. I think the character design is so, so good, man. <laughs> it is, like, the oh. perfect mix of the stuff I loved in Bloodborne and what they've done in Dark Souls in, in the past. I, oh man. So I, I, I want to talk about one thing. Because um, mm -hmm. this is the first time I played a game where I saw an enemy design, not once, multiple times, where I was just like, you know what? Maybe I just delete this game right now. <laughs> um, I have, I don't like lobsters, crabs, any mm. scorpions, anything with a hard shell. Mm -hmm. And... I, I'm not gonna say where it was, but I got teleported, yeah. or how it happened. I got teleported to an area that was like a mine that had these humanoid crawfish enemies that shot these like darts at you, and that was just seeing how they moved was disturbing enough. Like I could felt goosebumps all over my body, <laughs> and then like later on, I come across a gigantic lobster. Uh, yeah. There's gigantic crabs as well, and I'm just like, why does why does this game hate me? Like, it's so disturbing. I wish there was like accessibility option to turn them into like <laughs> like, like a giant troll or yeah. just like armored knight. Um, yeah, it, I, I I do I yeah. do want to just put it out there though that I do think it's not it's still not necessarily a good game for beginners. Like, yeah. what, I, what I mean to say is you have to go into it knowing that it's going to be trial and error, that you have to learn how to play the game. You have to learn the mechanics. 
I think it does a good job of giving you the option to go and do something else, right? Yes. And you can you can level up and you can, if you really wanted to, just grind your way to uh, dominance. You know, it would take forever. Um, but I also love the flexibility in the character builds. I mean, I am very much sticking to a, a prisoner build, right? Considering what starting stats are, I'm focused mm. on that. But even within the different classes and stuff like that, like they all feel so different, but flexible. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine and he was saying how, you know, if there was like a, a paladin type class that he could go to. And so I basically told him, I was like, if you go profit and then focus on your your vigor and strength to start off and leave, because you already have high stats and faith. If you just start pinning points into that first and then then go back to that stuff, like you're you're there, you know? Yeah. And so there are going to be off builds and hybrids and, and hybrids on hybrids. And, and I heard I, you can respec your stuff too. Uh, yes. I feel like I, you want to completely point. change. Yeah. Yep. And, and, you know, I, I started with, I think, uh, Vagabond, uh, Vagabond, whatever. Vagabond, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I started as that. Uh, I tend to like swinging something that's heavy and just yeah, like see, wrecking I, someone. But like it has yeah. its downsides because like it was, I was playing with the regular sword for up till today. And then when I went to Castle Moor and I was like, hey, you know what? Let me switch over to this large sword I have. It causes blood loss uh, yeah. on enemies. And then I was like, but it, it, it's a slow swing. Um, I had to change up my playstyle for what I was used to, but like now it's paying off for me. Um, and it's, I like that I can switch these weapons on the fly. Yes, they're stat based. I think my strength is at 30 now. <laughs> um, I've been just pouring points into there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it's been interesting, um, oh, with like the character builds. Cause I, I tend to play these games. Like when I finally got into Bloodborne and Dark Souls three, it was long, it was years after they had come out. So I just pulled up a guide and I was like, what, what's a play style that fits me? And I just kind of followed like mm -hmm. the allocation there. So this is the first time where I'm actually making my build as I go and try to try to make sure I don't mess something up too bad. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's been fun. Uh, like, I don't feel like I've uh messed up anywhere and i'm having a very good time doing it um but like one thing i do want to touch upon like and i mentioned this with pokemon legends is like i think the reason elden ring works so much better is because it recontextualized recontextualized what it means to be a souls game um mm -hmm. because before if you hit a brick wall in one of these games that was it like you're stuck on this boss you're you can either go grind and just yeah. try to over uh, overpower yourself like Correct. even in Sekiro like if you got stuck at a main story boss like there's not much you could do at that point uh you're just stuck and in here like I got I was stuck at Marguerite I got there at level 14 and I think I came back at level 29 uh, not because like I wanted to overpower myself but because I was ex I was like okay I'll go explore and I kept on finding cool shit and yep. like I was, I wasn't like grinding runes to go level up. I was just doing new things that I was coming across. Yep. Um, and that fight was still challenging at that point. But like I had summons, I had somebody. And after a few tries, I finally got it. Um, and and so it's like it recontextualizes it by making it. I think it it makes it uh, Souls games a bit more accessible. Like like you said, it is not. You need to know what you're getting into if you're not a fan yes. of Souls games in general. I'm not sure this one will change your mind, but if you're willing to work at it and just like explore and uh, maybe even have a friend that could walk you through it, um, yep. that I think you'll have a lot more fun with that. And like, it doesn't revolutionize what it means to be a Souls game. I just think it makes it a better version of it. And like, I, I agree. We, 100%. we, we like, like, 
like what was your hour count again on this uh 12 hours 12 and like mine 17 and we've only done the first lord there's yeah. still like yeah. four more lords and like yeah. four more areas for and us I, to go and, and explore and, and like that blows my mind like we're gonna yeah. be talking about this game for like all of march and yeah. like i know like i looked at the release calendar um like we got tunic coming out strangers uh tiny Stranger, tinas yeah tiny tinas and i'm just like I'm, probably, I'm gonna be the good dude here that's talking about Elden Ring all of March. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, so, so like, so it's it. But what Elden Ring does is it, it is a breath of fresh air for this franchise. And I think like that's what, in my eyes, Horizon kind of misses. It, yeah. It doesn't recontextualize itself. It's more the same. Like, Horizon is on the PS4 and like in uh as well. But like when I thought when. You know, I heard that. I was like, oh, man, like, are they hamstringing it? But, like, no, I could totally see Horizon Forbidden West being on the PS4 because it's more Zero Dawn. Like, yeah. you could have called it an expansion pack. And I've been like, yeah, no, 100%. That's what it feels like to me. Um, you got a glider. Cool. <laughs> um, but everything else feels I, a lot the I, same. I also, I, uh, I don't like yeah. how the glider functions. I, I forgot I even had it after <laughs> getting yeah. it. It was until I got to the first tall neck. I, I think... It, that kind of thing should just be when you jump off, you press jump and hold it again. It yep. shouldn't be another yeah, a square a different button press. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, and it, then, it, yeah, but then you like look at Pokemon Legends Arceus, like I said, like they looked at what, what was Pokemon's core and they changed everything about it. Yeah. Uh, they, they were like, hey, what if we added these new ways to play? And it, that's kind of what Elden Ring does here. And I think that's why, like, when we do have that game of the year discussion later, at the end of this year or like we, we look back at these games like legends rcs and elden ring will stand out uh more in my eyes than maybe horizon uh i mean you know, so, i need to spend more time with horizon right exactly the the day, i was gonna say so but, far i agree with you but yeah. I, I i do want to give it its fair due and put more time yeah. and who knows maybe a turn yeah. corner all right that um, wraps up oh yeah. go ahead uh you know and, and then yeah uh i think that's it elden ring okay. fantastic yeah get absolutely it. get it absolutely yep. like I'm I'm actually thinking about just like foregoing sleep right now <laughs> after so, this and just diving so, into that. Yeah, so that wraps up what we've been playing. We don't have a ton of news this week. I want to get through it because I I want to go back and play some more tonight. It has yeah. it has wreaked havoc on my sleep. Like I said, I just got it on Monday, and I've already been in twelve hours. So you can kind of do the math. I, I didn't get to um, play like the last two days. I made uh, some time today to play. Oh, um, I've been playing on the Series S and Series X. Yeah great like I was, like series s yeah you take a little bit of like the resolution yeah. drop but um like I, do that quick the saves just working yeah. moving stuff over so cool. i i might stream friday during the day actually okay. uh me playing some Elden ring uh i i'll have to do it on the series x because i did get it the collector's edition which is physical which means that i have to yeah. have a disc drive so series s is out of the question but you fool um <laughs> yeah but anyway let's get into the news well, I'll already ruined this topic. PlayStation Twisted what Metal series will be a comedy on Peacock. Anthony Mackie will play a, play as a smart ass milkman. Now we had already known that Sony was looking to do a Twisted Metal adaptation starring Anthony Mackie. Like he was already attached to this before this came out. And I didn't realize that. Yeah, and so but now we know that. I I, I mean I'm like. 99.8% sure that we already there was already talk about that uh and but now we know that it's going to be on Pe Peacock and that it's being described as a comedy uh 
it's going to be produced by Will Arnett and helmed by Michael Jonathan Smith. And that each episode of the PlayStation production show will be 30 minutes and will attempt to make audiences laugh. Uh, Anthony Mackie can do comedy. Um, he's a I funny think, dude. I, so. I agree. I think he's got great timing. I, I, Anthony Mackie's awesome. I, who knows? You know, this could be fun. This could be cool. I just got done watching the Cuphead show, the first season with oh, my daughter. How- and it was that. awesome. It was awesome. It's a, I mean, it's a kid's show. Yeah. But it, it's awesome. Like, I loved it. We, we, we binged it in like two days, her and I. Oh, man. Um, I've completely forgot that came out. Yep. And so, and I'm super excited because they already announced the season two will be coming uh, at this summer. Oh, sweet. And so, I... Faster than their DLC. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's releasing around <laughs> the same time as the DLC, which is really funny. Just a little synopsis real quick. Uh, Twisted Metal, a half-hour live-action TV, ba- TV series based on the classic PlayStation game series, is a high-octane action comedy based on a, an original take by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick of Deadpool and Zombieland about a motormouth outsider offered a chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. With the help of a trigger-happy car thief, he'll face savage marauders driving vehicles of destruction and other dangers of the open road, including a deranged clown who drives an all-too-familiar familiar ice cream truck. I think it makes sense, honestly, to make it a comedy. Yeah. Like, it would have been so if it was cheesy yeah. and, or, or dark. And, like, I, I think this is the right route. Do, do I think it's going to be good? I, if I was a betting man right now? <laughs> no. For the sake of my job, I will yeah. say yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. But, uh, but I hope it is good. I, I would love to watch something like that, you know? Yeah. As, no, I, as somebody who has uh, Peacock myself the paid yeah. for version not the uh, thank thank you the, for keeping giving me a job reloading version uh yeah no i mean there's not a lot to say about this outside of the fact yeah. that like i like anthony mackie i i sure right is like there, there's is been there th- even a storyline in twisted metal i don't if there is i don't remember it so that's what okay. I, that's, that's that's what i mean like you it, it, if there was a storyline it would all be focused around what this arena right yeah. where these people were uh, uh, no no thanks we've had movies like that right like what is it death race death 3000 race, yeah. and, and stuff like that like those we've had that yeah usually not great do something different I, i'm i'm down you know it like i said who knows how it'll turn out but i'm down uh next bit of news apex legends mobile set for limited launch next week it might uh, be this that, week because the story no. was from last week <laughs> okay but that that's been delayed oh has it yes so that's been delayed and algs events have been delayed because of current events in the world Oof. and so yeah, just uh just an aside um you know thoughts and birds out to the people in ukraine um not a great situation um so definitely sucks hoping for I mean, the best there's it's there's just no excuse man like there really isn't i i honestly i understand we're not going to go too deep into this and stuff like that but the world has moved to a different place you know what i mean like that's just not where we're at as as a people um anymore and so i don't know man it's i uh, yeah i don't want to get into it now because i I will literally go off on like (laughs) a 25 minute rant uh, but yeah, so it, it is going to have a limited release when it does release. I think it's only been pushed back another week. So I think it is like next week from now. 
Okay. Uh, and it's just going to be in Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Malaysia, Philippines, Indonesia, Mexico, Peru, Argentina, and Colombia. Uh, this follows the game's small beta test in spring of last year for India and the Philippines. This is kind of like mobile games just do this now, you know? Yeah. Um, they have these limited tests, especially over in New Zealand for whatever reason. I feel like it's super popular to do that stuff. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm curious to try this out. My, my current problem is right here. It says Apex Legends Mobile will not feature crossplay. And which, uh, sure, don't have crossplay, but I need cross progression. And right now, the console and PC versions of Apex Legends don't support cross progression. And so that's really where it becomes a problem for me. If I could grab my phone, play a subpar version of a game I love to get some battle pass experience, like, yes, I'll do it. Um, but until that happens, that's a no go for me. All right, next news we got Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7 getting Xbox Series X and PS5 launches. The this remakes cool. and remaster will be free upgrades for existing PS4, Xbox One, and PC owners. Ray tracing, advanced frame rate support, 4K resolution, other cutting edge visuals are coming to Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, and of course these are the remakes. Uh, yeah. And Resident Evil 7 in versions for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. The games will launch later in 2022. Free upgrades, you're going to get all the features you expect from modern day consoles, uh, from modern day releases like PlayStation 5 having uh, advanced haptic feedback. I, I think this is awesome. This is great. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not going to go back and, and play these games, I don't think. I didn't play uh, three, so if it's on sale, I might pick up three. I, I, I liked three, man. I really did. Yeah. I, under, I played I know, three on the PlayStation. But, I, I, um, I have to say that I know people had complaints about Resident Evil 3 Remake. By, by all accounts, it's, it, everybody said it was very good, but whatever. Whether they didn't change enough or they changed too much, I don't know what the complaint is. I, I will say that... I think Resident Evil 2 Remake is better, but mm -hmm. I I had never played Resident Evil 2 or Resident Evil 3. These were my first experiences to them. Okay. And I see why this is a love franchise. You know, I had already fallen in love with my first real Resident Evil experience was Resident Evil 5, and I enjoyed that well enough. And yeah. then it was 7, and I loved 7. Yeah. And I, so I played 3 on the PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, that was my first one. And then I went and played every one since then, besides then, Code Veronica. And then to play uh two remake and three remake like I, I i love them i thought they were awesome yeah um and they released some images and the games look great i think two was the last game i actually sat down and beat in a single day <laughs> it was so much fun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right report there will be no mainland call of duty game released in 2023 yeah this are two week old story so it's like oh yeah. I, this this was a month ago but no well, it was like two it, weeks ago it's, it's funny because like i think um when i was looking back at the news stories from our last podcast uh the story we've reported on was yeah there will be a call of duty on playstation in 2022 um you know and going forward but uh this part wasn't i mean it. so uh -huh. this this kind of makes sense in the sense yeah. that yeah i think i think call of duty needs to take a break i think they do need to take a, a yeah. year off and kind of refocus but it also kind of falls in line with it as long as this deal goes through the changing of the guard and of management and stuff like that and so i think, I think it makes a ton of sense to just like take a year off while that stuff's going on and then have you know see what decisions are going to be made going forward uh, I think, apparently, I think they did say um, was it modern? Was it Modern Warfare Two and Warzone Two are slated for this year? Yes, correct. Okay. And so, uh, Activision is working on other projects to fill the gap next year. Call of Duty games set to come out this fall will receive a steady stream of additional content, and there will be a new free-to-play online title next year. Um, 
said the people who who talked to Bloomberg about this. I yeah, I, I you can that's the other thing is you can do this with Call of Duty because they release content. They release a new game and still release content for the the previous year's version. Yeah. And so I I think it makes uh total sense. I think uh what was it Ubisoft with Assassin's Creed? I think they put out the number for what Valhalla sold, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like the tail end of that game is still like they're still making money off Valhalla. It's just like you could definitely do that with Call of Duty. Absolutely. I think, well, like Warzone is already like a billion dollar franchise. Like yep. Why, I, I, why rush I mean, into another I, title? My, yeah, my understanding is most of the revenue is coming from Warzone right now when it yeah. comes to Call of Duty franchise. So yeah, I'm actually surprised they just don't switch everything over to that. This next announcement was something that I knew it was coming. Also, signs pointed to this, but also what a non-announcement. <laughs> so Capcom had this countdown site. It ended and it revealed that Street Fighter Six is coming. They showed off uh, Ryu and oh, what's the other guy? Luke. He was like, he uh, yeah, sure. He's he was the <laughs> the last person released, um, and they had said previously that like oh he points to the future of Street Fighter. Basically, hey, this guy's gonna be in the next Street Fighter. Okay, okay. Who's wider, Chris Redfield or Ryu? <laughs> I they're this they're the equal width because <laughs> because Capcom makes both those games so they're equal with that's what i'm going with you put a shirt on him and he looks just like chris redfield with wise it's insane how wide he is in this, turtle like, teaser turtleneck turtleneck reuse skin pre yeah. bonus um i yeah we knew this was coming the fact that they had this countdown and then it was just this small little teaser with no gameplay no real details as far as a date and release and it a does say, logo. <laughs> yeah, and a terrible logo. It does say that more information is coming. I, yeah, I. This somehow this has done the opposite for me, where it makes me like not excited for Street Fighter. They also announced uh, around the same time a Capcom, uh, a like a Capcom Fighter collection mm -hmm. coming to consoles, and I'm more excited for that to play some Super Puzzle Fighter and stuff like that then and some super street fighter 2 turbo championship edition i think is the one that's on there uh the, the, yeah the hyper championship which has like all the yeah. variations of all the characters from street fighter 2 yep. and they talked about having rollback netcode in those games stuff like that so that right now is more exciting to me than whatever street fighter 6 ends up becoming and i wonder and i hope street fighter 6 is multi-platform it's not a playstation pc i'll, I'll uh, tell you right now if it is not multi-platform then i am I'm probably just going to pass on it. Yeah, that's what I did with 5. Yeah, especially after all the... Like, the how bad the launch of 5 was. All the problems with the online the lack of modes and stuff. I know they've improved on it over the course. And I think it's in a better spot now. But I, I just don't think 5 ever recaptured what Street Fighter 4 had. In terms of just, like, hype and just, like, the community around it. Well, it's also because, and I think based on what we've seen in this trailer, I, I think they need to change the art style more drastically. Street Fighter 4 was refreshing in its art style yeah. and style, and it looks like this is just another variation of that with the yeah. ink. Street Fighter 6 HD 2D, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Partnership with Square Enix. Now, what is becoming my favorite part of this podcast, let's talk about what's coming to Game Pass 
Already available in the month of March is Far Changing Tides, available on cloud, console, and PC. Microsoft Flight Simulator is available in the cloud, which means that you can also play it on, not just on phones, tablets, and PC, but on the Xbox One via the, the cloud I, gaming. I might actually play this now because installing this is right. a goddamn mission. Yeah. Coming soon, we have Lightning Returns. Final it's Fantasy to, 13. It's out tomorrow, I believe. Uh, it's on uh, Game Pass PC already. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's funny is this happens a lot, actually, with their list, and then it's the on there the day before. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky uh, Route like, Zero. It's like Amazon Prime Video. Kentucky Route really Stuff a day early. Kentucky Route Zero is coming March 10th. Lawn Mowing Simulator, possible game of the year, is coming to <laughs> Xbox One March 10th. And then, honestly, this, like... This hurts. Uh, it, I don't even... Yes, it hurts, but also I love this because everybody should be playing this. Like, yes. I'm not upset that I paid for this and, and played it when I played it, but this is our number four game of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is coming March 10th. I love this game. There is no excuse so good. anymore. If you have Game Pass, you should play this game. You yeah. need to play this game. Like 100%. It's uh, uh, I, I, I As soon as I saw this, I messaged it to my friends. I was like... You guys have to play through this game. It, it's it's fantastic. Yep. Um, and it's coming and, to uh, cloud, uh, console, and yeah. PC. It just upsets me because Square Enix was out there like, yeah, we're disappointed in the sales of Guardians of the Galaxy because you marketed it terribly. Like, yes. what were you still Like, yeah. I know a lot of people that did play this game um, and to the point where sometimes I wonder, like, are we just saying not enough people play this game? Like, well, I, mean, I know listen, it was on they, sale immediately after, yeah. like a month later. But, Square Square Enix does this with their Western studios all yeah. the time. I don't want to get into conspiracy theory, you know. Yeah. Me being a, uh, you know, and and the fact that like I'm sure there are some bonuses that are based on sales projections and stuff like that. And they I mean, do they this said the same thing about the Tomb Raider. Yes. Which was just like bullshit. Tomb Raider. Yep. Sold. I everyone I knew played Tomb Raider. Yep. Uh, Young Souls is coming to cloud console and PC March 10th. What is this? This looks cool. It Beat is up a... gameplay and RPG mechanics. Yep. Okay. And then I, f I feel bad because a lot like far changing tides. I remember seeing the trailer for that. Um, I think it won the Xbox pressers and uh -huh. being like, that looks great. Kentucky route zero uh, is something I've always wanted to play. Cause I've yep. heard critical claim for it. Yep. Um, Young Souls, I mean, like, sure, uh, neat art style, not sure what the actual gameplay is like, yep. but um, something I would love to try. But, like, I'm probably never going to touch any of these because <laughs> I have Elden Ring. There's just, there's just so many games out right now. Yeah. One of them being Elden Ring. Like, I, yeah. I agree with you. You know, I will touch some of these as I am, I, I just have to, you know, at the very least, I have to try these out. Um, but I, it might not be this month. <laughs> One thing I do want to mention as, you know, Game Pass giveth, Game Pass taketh away. Leaving March 15th near Automata, uh, Fogs, Torchlight 3, and The Surge 2. Surge 2 has been on there forever. So Surge 2 is a good one of those Dark Souls-esque yeah. games, but like, why play that when you play Elden Ring? Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Every time we see Elden Ring, we get $1. <laughs> From Game Pass to PlayStation Plus... PlayStation Plus this month is offering Ghost Runner, Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer, and more in March. 
Again, they do this weird thing where they release part of a, a full title and not the actual full title. Wasn't and, this free already? Uh, no, I they made it standalone. They made it... So, it was free if you owned Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Then they made it standalone for $20. Okay. And so now you're getting the standalone as part of PlayStation Plus. Uh, I've already talked about my thoughts on uh, Ghost yeah, Runner. Yeah. Did, did not enjoy it on the PlayStation 5. Uh, you're also getting Ark Survival Evolved, Team Sonic Racing, and like I said, Ghost of Tsushima Legends. I think that it is a solid month for PlayStation Plus. I don't... Ghost of Tsushima Legends is awesome. It's my favorite part of Ghost of Tsushima, if I'm being honest with myself. It's my favorite part. It is still really weird that they wouldn't just give out Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, I guess it's maybe not. How long has it been? A year and a half since that game came out? Is it on the PS Plus collection? It's not, no. Because it released right before the PS5 came out. And so Have they added anything to PS Plus collection? No, and, and they said they weren't going to. Oh, they, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, they said right from the beginning that this is just like, you know, a, a bonus for the PS5 buyers. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, solid, it's a solid month. I think the standout here is, like I said, Ghost of Tsushima Legends. I think everybody should give it a try. It's a, it's a ton of fun. You can play all the, like, story missions they have with another person co-op. And then there's the, uh, is it, it's a four-person, like, horde mode, essentially. And then yeah. there's a, a four-person raid. And the, the raid's awesome. Like, it, the raid is really, really good, man. It's the best raids outside of Destiny raids, in my opinion. Damn. So. That's, that's impressive to hear. Um, all right. I, actually, you know, I, when I did pull up this PlayStation collection list, uh, something did, uh, I just got a reminder or something. So on here is Persona 5. Um, and over the winter break, my, uh, my brother-in-law was in town and I gave him my d physical copy of Persona 5 Royal because he had beaten the first dungeon and I was like, just play over, skip the cutscenes. And, mm -hmm. you know, he texted me earlier this week going, hey man, you were right. Royal is so much better. Once you skip all the cutscenes, it's really quick to catch back up. Uh, he's like, I'm really enjoying my time with it. And I was like, yeah, now if only uh, Rob would listen to me and uh, do the same. Nope. Um, not going to happen. Next story. <laughs> and, you know, kind of our uh, last. last story. So, Pokemon Gen 9 has been announced. The next games in the mainline series are Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. They are coming in late 2022. This is not a surprise to me. I think some people were surprised that, considering how recently Pokemon Legends Arceus released, that we'd be getting another Pokemon game. But it just, I mean, it just makes sense you know to have one out in the fall especially like pokemon is the hottest it's ever been between the yeah. cards between the games it between the anime like it is so massive right now and as long as they keep putting out quality stuff i'm totally fine um well i mean pokemon sword and shield were released in what 2020 so we're talking two years since that mainline title was released i'm I'm actually pumped for this because uh, let me skip ahead in this video, but like the gameplay and the, the visuals look really nice. Like, yeah. and they're calling uh, it they're calling it an open world. 
you know, Sword and Shield was already getting yeah. kind of close to being open world. Uh, and so if they can flesh that out more and make it more open and, and let you kind of... Same thing with like Elden Ring is, where you can just explore uh, the areas. I, uh, I'm, I'm all for that. Now, what I'm really here for <laughs> are these starters. Yes. Okay. So I just want to point out one thing. I'm watching this trailer again. I'm pretty sure a lot of the locations that are used in this trailer I've seen in Legends Arceus. I'm like even like the town design in this like is a, reminds me a lot of um, Sword and Shield. So I can see how they quickly put this back out. Yeah. Um. You know. So so quickly after Legends, but if it's evolving what was there in Sword and Shield and moving towards um what Legends Arceus has, I think we're in for a real treat because I think this is like. Maybe, maybe like, this is where the future of Pokemon is. Like, what kind of hoping what Legends Arceus was pushing the franchise towards. So if they do this right, I think Pokemon's about to have its biggest year yet. Yeah, let's, right. talk, about, let's talk about the, the starters. starters. All right. So, Blah, I want to hear you say the names of these starters. Uh, there's Weedcat, uh, <laughs> Sprigatito. Yeah, okay. So, so yeah, there's... Sprigatito. <laughs> Yeah, it, I'm still call it Tito and just or call it Rob. <laughs> so here's the thing I think is funny about this. I'm just gonna go and go through. It, is that so? The starters are of course grass, fire, water, right? Yeah. We have the grass cat, which is Sprig Gatito, right? Okay. Gato, being uh, cat. Yes. Gatito being little cat in Spanish. Oh. There's 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 Fuecoco. What's the spree for? So like like a sprig, you know, like a like a twig, like a leaf, okay. like a like a like a plant, uh, like a plant. There's Fuecoco. Okay. Fuey being, you know, fire, like fuego. And then coco is actually a Spanish term for crocodile. Okay? It's a fire so, crocodile. So, fire crocodile. So, Pokemon has done this in the past. You know, most famously yeah. being the first three legendaries, right? You yeah. had Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres. You had Uno, Dostres. Then they well, go with their water duck. And it's his name is Quaxley. There's no Spanish. There's no and don't get me wrong, this is a Quaxley. That dude talks drinks craft beers and has a hedge fund. Like that 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 dude's name is Quaxley a hundred percent. My my coworker goes, That's the most Donald he's like, That's the most Donald Trump hairstyle I've ever seen. I actually I actually saw a tweet where someone did a recoloring, right? And it is that is that is the Donald in duck form. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and not Donald Duck. All right. So like, that dude's name is Quaxley. Forget doing Spanish. I'm I'm for it. Quaxley is the right call on this Qu- one. Qu- Quaxley is a great name. Uh, yeah. I also like the memes around him being Donald Duck as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now here here's here's the question, and we'll we'll end the podcast on this. Who are you going with? I think I gotta go. I think I go with my little cat. Though it's between little cat and Fue Coco. He's so, he's so, so what cute. do you normally go? What type do you normally go? I started with Bulbasaur. I then went Chikorita. Who was after? Who are the gen starters? So let's, let's go by that. We're the gen starters list. Okay. So I went Bulbasaur, Chikorita. Uh, then I think I want Torchic, Piplop, Asawa. I think I 
skip this generation. All right. So and then I went Poplio and then Grunky. I mostly lean towards Grass. Okay. So, yeah, I have some controversial thoughts actually when it comes to. Uh, to the starters, where I think that intellectuals always go grass. Okay. I think that uh, children always go fire, mm-hmm. and sociopaths go water. Like, there's you're a freak if you're going water as your starter every time. There's something wrong with you. I don't. I don't uh, care what anybody says. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, so I'm, you're, you're a weirdo. <laughs> so you you go water all the time. <laughs> grass all day, baby. Bring on that weed cat. I'm ready. And uh, yeah, that wraps up this week's episode. I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I just want to get back to out the ring. I'm not even worried about focusing, mm-hmm. getting this camera focused right now to finish out the show. <laughs> I just want to get out of here. So why don't we wrap this up, Bilal? Why don't you let people know where they can follow you? Uh, yeah, follow one the site? second. Yeah. Um, so you guys can follow me over on Twitter at Bilal underscore Mian. Uh, and on Twitch, oh, at Night Mystic. Uh, I might end up streaming from the console. Uh, have you streamed from a console at all, Rob, for like the Xbox? I have ones? in the past, and and as long as you have a steady connection, it works really, really well. Okay, so I might do some Elden Ring from there. I might not have any fancy get get up going, but I think that might be the best way to do it uh, heading into the future. Um, and then, um, yeah, for the website, workprint.com, uh, lots of great content going up there. I know Christian just did some more interviews. We got Peacemaker season one review up. Uh, we have Joss Spear doing uh, Endgame. Um, we got a lot of Marvel content. They're making a Fortnite X Marvel um, comic crossover. Which Again, is really weird. <laughs> they they already did one. This is the second one they've done, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Fortnite's everywhere. Um, yeah, no, yep. there's a lot of, there's I mean, a lot of so great they, stuff going they up also, on the... They also did a DC one. They did a Batman across Fortnite oh. one. Yeah. Damn. And so, yeah, Fortnite is is everywhere. But, uh, yeah. you know, uh, so a lot of great stuff going on on the site. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I've tweeted out some great Elden Ring clips, including me cheesing a night um, back on February 25th. Uh, using an elevator. Very good clip. Play of the week. Elden Ring play of the week. Should be. Oh, I did that same cheese. I bet. Uh, wait. Let, let's pull it up. Let's let's give this a quick watch. Right. Ready? Well, well, here. While you're pulling it, you have it up already. Yeah, yeah, I have it up already. Oh no, this is not the same cheese. Wait, no, it is the same cheese. Hold on. Okay. So yeah, no, I was it? fighting. I was fighting him. Uh, yeah. Because I and I'm guessing this is not going to come yeah. up on audio. I'm fighting him. I go up a yeah. staircase and there's an elevator and yes. he's chasing me and I, I was did like, the same I was like. Let me hit the switch and then jump off, and he charges right on, and he goes straight up, and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" But where is he? And he comes plummeting down to his death, and yep. I get, and I get a new Ash of War yep. ability. I did the exact <laughs> same cheese. It's funny because I was playing with uh, Taylor, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to see this? This like, do you want to go fight this night?" Because I'm in the castle, and he's like, yeah. "Hey, we can, we can get this." And that knight is lift. hidden. Yeah. Like, and he's, he's like, well. he's like, he's like, okay, so do you want to fight it? Which I've never done, or do you want to cheese it? And I was like, bro, I know what these games are about. Let's cheese it. Yeah. And so, yeah, we it's did the same thing. Strategy. It was awesome. Yep. Absolutely. It's in there for a reason. Yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So um, there's that. The work print, you can follow us on Twitter, 
uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, just follow, um, look up the work print. You'll be able to find us there. Uh, how about you, Rob? Where can folks find you? Yeah, you can find me across all social media at SunnyVice20, S-U-N-N-Y-V-I-C-E-2-0. Uh, I just want to let everybody know that although I don't share because I don't need the attention, I do still continue to have a perfect Wordle uh, success rate. I have never gotten one wrong. And and yeah, go. I mean, if you have any interest at all in Elden Ring, go go give it a shot. If you have friends that are playing Elden Ring, absolutely go give it a shot, man. I'm telling um, you, the co-op yeah, is so, so maybe good. Maybe not on PC because um, I yeah. heard PC hasn't been so great right now. That's true. But they are working on it. Yeah. And hopefully that, that comes around. But yeah, I mean, yeah. so far on console, it's been fantastic. And playing it at, at with favoring frame, frame rate, rate is yes. awesome. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. Give me Bloodborne 2 at 60 frames. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I was I like, from software knows how to make a 60 frame per second console game. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, that wraps up the, pad, the podcast. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Uh, yes yes we will no more talking two about more off. Elden Ring <laughs> yeah probably unless you're gonna play Gran Turismo which I believe comes out soon uh, I think someone honestly, in the chat mentioned oh it comes out tomorrow yeah it Ugh. comes out I honestly don't see myself spending more than two hours with it uh, yeah. I'm just being honest like if yeah. it comes to PlayStation Collection in 18 months or plus like <laughs> yeah. that, that's when I'll check it out um, in all honesty maybe maybe I'll uh, dip into some of that uh, Project Triangle strategy uh, on the Nintendo Switch, um, they had that free prologue uh, that converts into a full game, but that would mean I have to stop playing Elden Ring. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, no. we're gonna have to see. Listen, I'm fully tarnished. All right, let's yeah get out of here. Thank you guys so much for hanging out in the chat. Those who listen after the fact, um, those who listen to the podcast, thank you so much for that as well. Uh, I'm I'm very curious how the audio comes out on the podcast. On the audio, on the podcast version of this, because I uh, tweaked the setting to add a gate so that you wouldn't hear so much of my background noise because you know my son's in here sometimes. Anyway, thank you guys so much, Bilal. Thank you for taking the time out. I know you're in the middle of being a dad and starting a new job, and you're still able to come out here and hang out with me. I love it, man. Thank you so much, and it really does do wonders for my sanity in the middle uh, of the week dude i yeah. i need i needed this yeah. i needed this um, <laughs> just thanks thank you as well until next time bye-bye peace out